0: The following podcast is an X-Level production.
1: Welcome to Wilhelm. I am your host, Ben Beck, and I am incredibly excited to be back to doing this. It's been a couple months, but, you know, sometimes life gets in the way and you you kind of have to take care of things. Uh, but I've been away taking care of that as well as developing some new stuff for the podcast and... I'm really excited, like I said, to to be back to doing this. We've got some new stuff in store, as I mentioned. You know, new episodes, new conversations. We've got a new Twitch channel. We've got an upcoming weekly live web series that's going to be launching next month. Uh, And, of course, video versions of everything that you are hearing so you could be listening to this right now or you could be watching it on the wilhelm podcast youtube page which i encourage you to do so if you want to check out if you're listening to this you want to check out the video of it uh, or video of anything going forward that includes conversations with actors actresses producers all that stuff uh, just go to youtube and search for wilhelm podcast subscribe to the channel and you'll get all of that and you'd really be helping me out because the more subscribers i get The more I can do, if I hit 100 subscribers, I can create my own URL for it, which is helpful for people to find it. So you know the deal. Anyway, I can't think of a better episode to return to with this because we just recently got the announcement from Peacock that we are finally getting a community movie bringing to fruition. The prediction hashtag six seasons in a movie. I'm incredibly excited. I'm bringing on two guests that are also incredibly excited and we're going to talk about our top five favorite episodes of community as well as some other stuff related to the show. This is the first time we've ever done a show specific episode, but I'm okay with it because I know there's a lot of fans out there. So let me bring on my guests. They are the hosts of the panels to pixels podcast. Let's bring them on Mark Kirkman and Steve Brown. Welcome to welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's different because we're doing the video version of it now. In addition to the audio, like people are going to be listening to this on the RSS feed. But now we kind of have to pay attention to what we're doing, <laughs> like <laughs> to what's going on in the backgrounds of our of our screens, which is interesting. Yeah. Like I have cats running around like crazy. And. One of them's running up and down the hallway like crazy, but and, and I have my goats yeah. and trees background from North Africa
2: when I was in North Africa for a little while. And there you go. So- see, <laughs>
1: this is the things that people need to be able they gotta go to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the channel so they can see all this stuff.
3: Yeah, and I'm in Pierce's house. Well his summer home. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How it is, is wh- no,
1: I this re- is something that was supplemental. The <laughs> oh, <major okay>. one. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? I don't ever remember Pierce having a summer home. Maybe you're a bigger fan than I am. No. Nah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as I mentioned, you know, we're back to doing this. Uh first episode back, community just announced that we're getting the movie. I was incredibly excited about the news. Uh, you guys, I'm sure, were as excited too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How long did it take them to finally announce this? Uh, a number of years because the yeah. show ended. Um, I don't think it was ten years ago. I it's been a while though. Yes. it's been a minute. It's, it's uh, been
2: a minute. I, I mean, I have the DVDs of all six seasons uh, on my shelf. So, it, the the Netflix was it Netflix?
1: Yeah, no Yahoo. Right. It was It moved to Yahoo. I think for the sixth season. Um, I don't, maybe it was the, I think maybe the fifth season
2: was on, Yahoo. No, the fifth season, the fifth season was Dan Harmon came back. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. He was fired for season four and then he came back in season five and then season six was on Yahoo and they blamed, uh, didn't Yahoo blame like this show and like maybe, I don't know, Cobra Kai or whatever other show. No, they never crossed
1: over. Cobra Kai wasn't. okay so yahoo there
2: was some yahoo lost like i read in the imdb trivia i read that yahoo lost like 42 million dollars doing this doing that season and that's
3: they're saying that's why their channel went under and they Hmm. but you know it's okay no go ahead mark no community ended in 2015
0: so it's are seven
1: years yeah i was gonna say the same thing um i knew it wasn't quite 10 years but i knew it's it's been a it's been a minute Mm -hmm. um Yeah, I mean, it, look, I, it was tough putting together my top five. Um, we were talking about this a little before we started recording. My top three were pretty solid. I knew what they were, but I had yeah. like 20 other episodes to <laughs> choose from the, of episodes that I love to fill in four and five. And we'll do some honorable mentions like we always do. But I noticed the, the, the key trend to all of it. None of the episodes are from season six. None wow. of them. None, yeah, none of mine are.
2: I've got, I've got a couple season six episodes that I liked.
1: So, okay. You know. I mean, there are a couple episodes from season six that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I liked them enough.
2: Oh, I guess only to... one. It's only one episode from season six. That I happened.
1: mean, I, the, the grifting episode with, um, oh, now I can't remember his name. Of course, now that we're recording, it was, this, <laughs> he's the same actor that plays Laszlo in what we do in the shadows. Um, for so oh, yes i remember i don't remember the title of the episode now but yeah a grift a grifting 101 is the okay. the title of the episode but i can't remember the actor's name which is going to bug me um there's the episode where dean pelton gets vr for the first time and he gets addicted oh. to vr <laughs> yeah you know there's a couple episodes in season six that i like yeah. not enough to make the list of like favorite episodes interesting so, okay so uh but before we get into the top five um I'm curious from you guys' point of view, who is your favorite of the Greendale 7? And who is your favorite of characters from outside of the Greendale 7? The Greendale 7 obviously being Pierce, Troy, Abed, Annie, Britta, Shirley and wait, that's it. Right?
2: Pierce, oh, Shirley, Pierce. Troy, Oh, oh, I fr- oh my Abed. god. And uh and <laughs> What's his, what was his I name? I forgot Winger. I, Jesus. Jeff Winger. Yeah. yeah. Winger, you son yeah. of
1: a bitch. I, I forgot <laughs> Winger. So Winger, Pierce, Troy, Abed, Annie, Shirley, Britta. Who's your favorite of the Greendale Seven?
2: Wow, that's tough. It's 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 hard not to pick Jeff Winger because we have so much from his point of view. Um,
3: and he was but, the one that started the uh, Spanish study group.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to pick him, but I. You know, I keep going back to Abed, I think I'd have to settle on. I it's it's just he was so quirky and everything about him and how there was running gags with him, like behind the scenes that we didn't even know about until like late later episodes and stuff. And and you know, like there's the whole running theme of the baby that he delivered the baby yeah, and he, he delivers we, the baby in the background. Speak, and we see that that child as it grows in the background over a few years, I think is it was a running gag. And
1: uh, so yeah, I, I'll say Abed. I'll take Abed. Okay, Mark, how about you?
3: Uh, yeah, just like Steve, I would say it's tough, but I have to go with Britta okay of how okay. crazy and wacky she could be <laughs> and how she tries to make it sound she's more intelligent than she is. And there have been a few things that over the years it's like the the one gag that I always get i she goes i I lived in New York i used to get bagels bagels (laughs) bagels
1: yeah uh they're called bagels i lived in new york troy i know what a bagel is (laughs) oh my god yeah i mean some of the jokes with britta are hysterical there's one episode where I, i don't remember exactly what episode it is but it's it's a very quick clip cutaway and it's her like with her hair all disheveled and she's sitting at the table she's like how long does peyote last (laughs) <laughs> yep. asking for a friend like it's, there's so many this is one of the reasons why i love and adore this show as much as i do is because there's so many little things like are you guys familiar with the beetlejuice gag that happens yes. in the show no. yes there I, is I, it, well for, for mark and anybody else who's listening who doesn't know there's a running gag through the first couple seasons where they mention Beetlejuice it like he cut he just Beetlejuice happens to come up in a conversation and it's during one of the Halloween parties where Beetlejuice is said for the third time throughout the series and as soon as they say it somebody dressed in a Halloween costume as Beetlejuice walks Bye.
0: in the background uh, yeah okay. like they
1: yeah. summon Beetlejuice it's it's a brilliant gag that runs I think two or three seasons yeah,
2: and there's so many that's you know the brilliance so of, of the brilliance of Dan Harmon and the writers that he gathered together Uh, For those for those shows was just uh, amazing, because like you said, the background things going on are all scripted, but you don't notice them unless you really pay attention or you read them,
3: read about them. And so that's it's it really is incredible. Yeah. Like the Gary Oldman thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everything. Yeah.
1: It's I mean, so I, I like I guess to answer the question myself, I know it's stereotypical, but I have to go with Winger. Yeah. Like he. You know, like he, he's just the classic every like well, not the everyman because he's he's so hope high profile and vain. And it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like he's a character I am nothing like, but for some reason, I just love the character. I, I love the characters so much so much. Um, Outside of the Greendale 7, there's a ton of secondary characters that run throughout the series. Wow. Any favorites you can think of? I mean, just to run off a couple, we have Dean Pelton. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we have... um, I got (laughs) Chang. Starburns. We've got Chang, (laughs) Starburns, Garrett, Leonard. Leonard. (laughs) Um, Uh, Was it Dustin, the one
3: from uh, biology where they didn't want to go with him?
1: Oh, It's oh, what is that character's name? <laughs> it's not Dustin. Um, n- is it Neil? No, that's no Neil. That's not Neil. Yeah. Um, another great secondary character. Mm-hmm. But oh my God, what is that character's name? There's a whole episode surrounding him being a partner with them in biology.
3: And half of your work is done because he comes with a turtle. He
1: comes yeah. with a turtle. <laughs> um, yeah, he was the, the 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 he was a vet, right? Wasn't he a vet? yeah yeah he was a he's a um like army veteran who is was there he's an army veteran yep. um but i mean yeah we've garrett vicky magnitude pop 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 pop, pop um <laughs> uh professor duncan yes, oh man duncan is my personal favorite only because i'm such a john oliver fan yeah, yeah and he's well, so ridiculous th- throughout the series and he's one of those
2: ones that you know he he's he's all throughout the first season and then you see him sporadically in season 2 and he like comes back like sporadically and then he's actually in season 6 yes yeah. uh, so yeah he came back it it's really amazing todd todd, todd that I, was his name right. yeah it's called todd, the hair. todd
1: problem <laughs> yeah
2: with the hair yes yeah. um oh and uh, keith davids character from the 6th season
1: Oh, Elroy, um, yeah. Elroy, yeah. Elroy, and of course, and Jonathan Banks. Jonathan Banks, John Goodman as Vice Dean Layhorn. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: Well, wow. celebrity
3: uh, guests, too. I have a list of them, too, which is pretty cool. But they had so many throughout the years. Like you had Brie Larson as Abed's girlfriend at one yes. point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Black showed up trying to be in the group and nobody knew <laughs> who he was. He yeah. was in the back of the class and they had a whole rendition of like and then he had a, like a fantasy he goes oh i must have been daydreaming it was like britta and I, and annie like not mud wrestling but foam wrestling in the pool <laughs> yeah
1: i'm not wearing a bra yeah no, no. i remember yeah the episode i mean but i mean we had uh malcolm jamal warner was shirley's ex-husband mm-hmm. i mean there's yep. a ton of celebrity cameos that happen throughout this i, I mean Incredible. no, i don't want to mention this one because it happens it it's an episode that's in my top five, so I don't want to mention this one particular one. But
2: um. Yeah. Um, I I'd have to go with Leonard. I think just just because of the the, the things, the so absurd things that you know in the uh, uh, it's not on my list or is it? Um, where, well, where I mean, he gets
1: he gets banned for farting, you know, in the in the the blanket fort. and well, some of the just, best, by, yeah, this is your third strike, Leonard. Uh, <laughs> I mean it, some of the great stuff with Leonard is the fact that, like it he's constantly insulted by the group. and like some of the insults are great. Like, like, shut up, Leonard. I know about your new nose. It was a lateral move. like it's. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) they're they're so ridiculous, but I but I love them. Um, Mark, how about you? Favorite secondary character, if you have one. Dean, Dean, (laughs) Dean. How can you go wrong with Dean Pelton? Yeah. (laughs) Um. You know, another character who's in almost every episode of the series through all six Mm -hmm. seasons. Yeah. Academy Award-winning John Rash. So. He what did he win the Academy Award for? uh,
2: He he wrote that George Clooney movie. the de- not departed defeated. Un- he he was a writer on that George Clooney movie that won, uh, something. Uh, Ar- no. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, he was. He, I'm I'm telling you because because I, I read one of the IMDb's that that when he was in the episode with there's an episode that has him Brie Larson and Camille uh, Nanjiani in it. And oh, the that- Descendants. The Descendants. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, he he was part of that writing crew. Uh, oh. For that for that movie and so he He won uh, so they have an episode That will all three of them in it and he said that it's all Oscar winners in that One episode they have three Oscar winners in that One episode now the episode aired before Brie yeah. Larson
1: won hers but still It's yeah so hmm. Oh that's awesome yeah Um let's get into Our Our top five um and then You know we'll because we'll, I'm sure There's probably going to be a couple episodes we're Going to have we're going to share Because there are quite a few episodes of this series that if you go online and you check any list of top 10 community episodes, there are some that are always at the top of that list. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. So I'm sure we're going to have a couple that are going to overlap, especially with three of us doing top fives. It's usually only two people, but I figured this is the first episode back. Let's go a little bigger. Let's bring on two people and I was even well, con- contemplating bringing on a fourth, but... And Mark and I share a similar brain, so it, it, there might be some overlap. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's, that's totally, totally fine if we overlap with a couple of them. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about top five favorite episodes of Community, and then we'll knock out some honorable mentions as well towards mm-hmm. the end. But, um, Steve, let's start yeah. with you. Okay. Uh, let's go into our top five. What have you got for number five so, top five favorite episodes.
2: My number five uh, is is from is from this, this the the fifth season, and it's going to tie into a, a, a season six ep- episode. So, I'm gonna talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, but season five, episode six, analysis of cork based networking. This is when they're trying to get the 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 billboard back up in the in the. <sighs> It's not Chow Hall, the cafeteria, and they they have to go to all making all these deals. And one of the characters that they have to make a deal with is, uh, and there's a lot of cameos in that one as well. Nathan Fillion's in that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Paget Brewster plays the IT lady that they have to go talk to, and then in season six, Paget Brewster became a regular, a cast member. Mm-hmm. Of a different character though so in Season six is episode four She mentions the fact that every time I try To call the IT lady I just get a, a, a Stat key stand down all yep. My emails get bounced back from Serbia in Aramaic or something Like that yep. and uh, and so I, I Just love that tie in with those those two And just the the, the hickey telling uh, Annie that no you're not gonna be able to do This and just seeing Annie's Meltdown throughout the episode is just Amazing so
1: it's it's such a Great joke that if you never saw that episode or you missed her cameo in season five like you it, it goes completely over mm-hmm. your head um, but you know when you go back if you if you watch steadily or you rewatch it in order and I, I tend to shuffle episodes quite a bit mm-hmm. but if you watch them in order it's such a brilliant joke that because you're right she comes back as Frankie in season six and then mm-hmm. she's the IT director which I don't even think her character if they had a name I think it's mentioned relatively quickly
2: I don't yeah. Even, yeah I don't remember I think it was just the IT lady I think that's why the joke is in in so the season six episode is season six episode four queer studies and advanced waxing that is the one where they do the stage production of the Karate
1: Kid the Karate Kid
2: with, with <laughs> Chang <laughs> with Chang yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and Annie Kim uh, also so uh, but yeah that's they just call her the IT lady in fact when Elroy takes over the job uh, in another episode they keep calling him the IT lady the
1: IT lady yeah. So yeah that's a that's a good episode it's yeah it's i didn't even think that i don't even know if that one made my top my my list of all the favorites i had um but it's it's still a great i tried great to pick some unusual ones is was part of yeah. my my goal so oh,
3: perfect those are great though that that was
1: a, a good episode i actually watched it the other day uh okay mark how about you then uh, what's what have you got for your number five
3: uh, I had to switch them around because it's so hard to pick five, four, three, two, one. Right. So I'm just going to go with the one that makes me laugh, but makes me feel like a kid all at the same time because I feel Jeff's uh, age at this point. That would be GI Jeff from season five, episode eleven, the <laughs> GI Joe episode. episode. That's great. Yeah, I just love how they they brought brought it in. They they mention all the wacky things uh, about like the cartoon itself. It's like uh, how they want to know what do boobies look like? (laughs) Uh, And they constantly use a Duke action figure to bring everything in. The animation was good. They make fun of the cartoon as it was with the Mm -hmm. bad lip like movement and syncing issues with the voice.
1: The constant repeat actions of like so that they don't have to redraw the animation. Mm -hmm. They just use it constantly and put a different background behind it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the 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 interesting names that they give them to Buzzkill with Britta, uh, <laughs> Shirley perfect. is as three kids Abed as fourth wall, uh, Chang as Overkill, which looks like Storm Shadow,
0: mm-hmm. Dean
3: as Vice Cobra Assistant Commander, Ian as Zimzam and Max. But <laughs> it's like they feel each other's things. It's like he's waiting tables and <laughs> he gets shot in the knee, and then he's like, Ah! <laughs> it's so <laughs> great. <the> brother drops <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that's a uh, great episode. And it was yeah. like it was like one of those rude awakening uh of people who are coming of age into their 40s. He drank a little bit too much booze, took these like uh like I, I guess gas station young pills or youth pills and OD on that he that
1: he found, I think, in like Tokyo Town or Chinatown or <laughs> yeah. something. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: So and, and it, and, and it interrupted the, and was good.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the brilliant things about uh, like you mentioned, Steve, at the top of the podcast, like season five was the season that Dan Harmon came back
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it was appropriate that season five, episode one was called repilot because that was basically what they were doing with the show. Yeah. And in addition to that G.I. Joe episode and a couple or G.I. Jeff, which was the title of the episode and a couple other episodes that they had, like you could tell that was Dan Harmon and the cast saying like, all right, we're going to get a little experimental this season. Mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. I know it's another episode in that season that I love, and it didn't make my top five. um, And I apologize if it is in any of yours, but um, app development and condiments, the one where they have Meow meow, meow, meow Beans,
0: Mm -hmm. um, the app for popularity,
1: (laughs) is is such a brilliant episode. Yeah. And it's so ridiculous, but it's like, (laughs) the fact that they can put these stories together and fit them into... 22 minutes and yeah. t- and tell them was like, was great. Um, anything else on your, on your top five, Mark, any other notes on that one before? I um, oh,
3: just the, the quote that comes out of Jeff when they're sitting in the prison in the, in the cartoon and he looks at Abed and he goes fourth wall, your costume is three layers of racist. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it literally is. <laughs> if you think about it and now they are, uh, I just love at the end though, the yo Jobra. They no joke, because they come together as Cobra and
1: G.I. Joe. Right. Yeah. They join forces. Well, I mean, and, and one of the other things I love about that episode, too, is that it's something you don't realize until you're actually older and you're watching this episode. Is that no one ever died
3: yep. in, co- it, oh, yeah, in in, in G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then when it finally happens, when they're doing it in G.I. Jeff, it's like, well, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> do we get benefits? Like, we can die now. Like, it's, <laughs> it's totally ridiculous. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Uh, So for my number five, uh, again, my finding two episodes to fit in my number five and number four were really hard. Uh, But I went with this one for my number five season three, episode 20 digital estate planning. Oh,
2: Uh, I almost, I almost picked that one. This is the
1: episode where they go, they get called. This is, not too long after Pierce's father dies, mm-hmm. and they get called to Pierce's home, and it's to play a video game, and they get scanned and added into the video games, and it's all for they're competing for Pierce's inheritance. And another guest star who we haven't mentioned yet, Giancarlo yes. Esposito, yeah, um, plays Pierce's brother, yeah. and he. Ev- starts off as the villain of the episode and then eventually becomes an ally and what I love about this is there actually is a game now that you can play Um, I should have had this information ready (laughs) Um, so uh, those of you watching I apologize (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah there is a oh man why can't I find it um Jesus um sorry for this oh here we go community Hawthorne journey to the center of Hawthorne um projecthawkthorne.com okay and you can actually play the game huh, nice and it's I've played it it's a ton of fun and it's just like the game from from the show It's side
3: scrolling and it's 2d
1: (laughs) side scrolling. You can play as any of the characters. It's brilliant. And it's not developed by the producers of the show. There was an independent game company that actually took it upon themselves to do this on their own and you can play it and it's free. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. You can download it and install it and play it and it's free, which is great. But yeah, it was, it was tough coming up with four and five, but I, I just I love that episode so much just because I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. So it was fun just watching watching that episode. So uh that brings us to number four on our list, Steve.
2: What okay I this got?
1: this is one that
2: may be on your list as well. i I'm sure. Cause it's a, a huge episode. Season three, episode four, remedial chaos theory. It is number three on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I, will let you, I will let you talk. Um, so I, I love this one because it's, again, it's, it's another one that sets up future episodes and future mm-hmm. gags that come back in later seasons, even with the whole evil Abed and evil Troy, the whole evil dimension thing. But I love it. It's one of those things that I don't remember. I think Abed starts to mention it at the end is that Jeff, You know, Jeff has the dice in his hand and he says, uh, starting at my left, if your number gets up, you have to go get the pizza. And there's seven of them realizing that he is now out of the running to go get the pizza. He's (laughs) He's, he's the number seven. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool. Again, I I watched it again last night and it's just so uh, there's so many in like in gags in that thing that you don't that you don't get until you watch it multiple times you know the fact that that Annie's carrying a gun in her purse and only half of them really know find out about that and and that plays in later as well and so it's just really it's just a, it's a great episode and like i said it sets up for later later stuff as well
1: Well, that's one of my favorite gags of that episode too. Is when Troy is sitting at the table. It's the it's Annie gets the roll and she goes to get the pizza, which I think is the first one. And and Troy's like, "Um, "Guys, what's a pregnancy test look like?" And Joel's like, "Uh, "It's a little plastic stick with a thing on the end." He's like, "Oh, so this is definitely (laughs) a gun." (laughs)
2: gun. (laughs) Yeah, and he's he's, like pulling it out with a pencil. He's like using a pencil to hold it up.
1: <laughs> it's like okay like that is so typically Troy and I love that but like you're right like again it's my number three so I'll save some of my my notes for it too but it is I think it's when I mentioned how there are some episodes that are constantly on those top 10 lists mm-hmm. remedial chaos theory is usually in the top three of yeah. every one of those lists yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I it does not I just... surprise me that it is on multiple lists of us i
2: don't want to i don't want to steal. it would be on somebody i don't want to steal anything from you, but one of the one of the things that made me laugh the most is the end tag over the credits where britta is just complaining about herself and jeff just keeps going i lost an arm like,
1: you put a like, wash away purple streak in your hair and i lost an arm
2: yeah he says you're like right life five. got
1: dark <laughs> I think The fact that I can quote these episodes Like off the top of my head which means I've seen Them way too many times And Pierce yeah. is
3: dead but he does Come back later yeah.
1: and he's locked Up in a mental institution over the guilt <laughs> Yeah Pierce is uh, dead uh, Shirley's, Shirley's yeah. drunk Yeah <laughs> 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 Troy, bur- Troy burnt his Lear- Larn- larnigs Because he thought <laughs> Because he tried to
0: eat the troll. <laughs> trolls.
1: Trolls. No, obviously, you don't know anything about defeating trolls. <laughs> Clearly, you don't know anything <laughs> about mean, defeating trolls.
3: He little voice. And Abed's actually cutting out goatees for
1: everybody. Felt yeah. goatees for everyone. <laughs> it's such a brilliant episode. Um, Mark, how about you? Number four.
3: All right. Well, like I said, it's hard to pick them in order, but I have to go with... Season four, episode three, Conventions of Space and Time. So it's uh, the Doctor Who convention style for uh, Inspector Time convention. Inspector now, Space in Time. Space yep. Time. Space right. Time. Yep. So uh, Troy invites Britta. Abed invites a friend from England and winds up paying him money so he could come fly over and becomes Abed's new bestie. Uh, Jeff shows up with Annie and they're staying together. Annie has disillusioned thinking of like in her own fantasy world that they're together. So she's in the hotel racking up a bunch of stuff like food, skis, everything that you could get and talking about how she's married to Jeff Winger tastes of bog. <laughs> So, the scotch. And, and then Jeff goes to the floor and try, and somebody, a hot woman, J- Trisha Helfer, who's in yes. another celebrity cameo, uh, thinks he's one of the handsome evildoers that's got a British accent. And he winds up hitting on her and playing at he's the actor that plays The uh... call
1: me Nige.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this this episode actually has a number of cameos in it. Yes. Um, you know, you mentioned Trisha Helfer, but Matt Somebody Lucas, who. Matt mm-hmm. Lucas is the one who is playing the uh, Abed's Brit friend. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also get um, Luke Perry. And Jenny Garth at the yes. end of the episode.
3: Yep, playing the Inspector uh time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, playing yeah. the 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 uh the American versions of Inspector Space Time and his right
3: trusty with, with what Pierce and Shirley offered as suggestions to the story, <laughs> which really pissed off Ovid, and Ovid's like, I hate you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. The fact that he like he just whispers, he's like, I hate you. And Pierce <laughs> is like hello like he's like pointing it out like he did something well yeah Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to find it i know this was actually a it not not difficult episode to film but there's there's a lot of heat because of this episode because it is around the time that dan Harmon had left the show Mm -hmm. um and i think at the time There was somebody already in mind, like this episode was already being written before Dan Harmon left, and they had somebody in mind to play Toby other than Matt Lucas. Oh, really? And when Dan Harmon left, the producers of the new producers of the show kind of took it upon themselves to say, well, we don't want this person. We want Mm -hmm. to bring in Matt Lucas. And it caused a little bit of a riff. Um, Hmm behind the scenes of the show and I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to find. So that's a season four episode.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: So, cause I was, that was my question that I was going to ask when we all got done to see if anybody had any, cause I have no episodes from season four on my list at all. I, when I scrolled through them, I just went,
1: none of them really jumped out at me as any, anything special. I just, thought, oh, I, I don't have any season four episodes in my top five. Um, I do have some in my honorable mentions, Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any in my top five. Um, yeah, I, I'll have to look and f- and find a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't find what it is. I remember hearing it, and I think I heard it on the Darkest Timeline podcast with Joan McHale mm-hmm. and Ken Jong. I think okay. they spoke. They talked about it on that <laughs> on an episode of that podcast, which kind of just disappeared and went away they never continued with it. They did a number of episodes of that Mm -hmm. podcast, but then it just, once the pandemic, once everything loosened up in the pandemic, they just kind of stopped. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of sucks, but you know, maybe they'll bring it back for the movie. (laughs) Ooh, they probably could. Yeah. So yeah. Another, Um,
3: another thing that I liked about this too, because thinking about Dr. Who, Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool for the fact that, you know, this was before Jodie Whittaker was brought in as the uh, new doctor. So throughout the episode, they were like, they talk about a female doctor. Yes. Oh, we don't like her. Minerva. <laughs> and that's yeah. literally what happened with Jodie Whittaker's. And I thought, wow, that's kind of. Uh, <laughs>
1: Everybody hates her. Not not because she's a woman, but because she sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like yeah, but it's such a Minerva.
3: But I saw the the relation to that. And if you watch it again now years later, you're like and you're like thinking about uh Jody Whitaker's doctor who a lot of people who is a great doctor, like. by the way. Yeah.
1: She's a yeah. fantastic doctor. Yeah, she did what two seasons, I think, two or three seasons? I think three. I think she this three. is her, okay, her I about the third. And yeah. she's yeah. ready to hand it over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's I think she's filming one more episode and it is the episode where she is handing okay. it over to
2: the new doctor. Okay. Um, I, I, I dropped out of Dr. Who. Uh, it's not a doctor who podcast It's a community podcast. That's
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a TV po- and film podcast. Go. We can there bring you up anything. We want, <laughs> as long as we don't derail for like an hour. Right. Um, right. Which I think has probably happened on this podcast before. Anyway, <laughs> um, I kind of cheated for my number four Uh-oh. because I chose two episodes from in number four, but they tie in together because they're back-to-back episodes. So I think I know where you're going. I kind of oh, cheated. So, well, you would instinctively probably go to the paintball episodes. Mm-hmm. That's not where I went. Oh, the Pillow oh. War? Mm-hmm. No. Well, no, I didn't go to Blankets and Forts either, which, God, it was so hard to not put that in my top five. <laughs> it's in my honorable mentions. Pillows is, yeah. The Pillows Ken and blankets Burns style of that episode mm-hmm. is... So genius! It's in my is in my honorable mentions. That's the one I was not able to rewatch.
2: That's the only one I didn't get a chance to rewatch. It
1: is. Before. It is also in my honorable mentions, and we'll get to them. Yes, no. Sir. So for my number four, I went with two episodes. I went with season f- there, and they're both season five episodes. Okay. Season five, episode four: Cooperative polygraphy. and season five, episode five: Geothermal Escapism. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. My number three. <laughs> These are so the first one, episode five, or season five, episode four, the cooperative poly- polygraphy is Pierce's funeral. They're and coming so back Walton- from Pierce's funeral. Yeah. Isn't Walton Goggins the- And that is the cameo I was going to yeah. mention, but I didn't because I was going to talk about this episode. Oh, sorry. Walt- <laughs> Walton Goggins is so great <laughs> in this episode as the, the person who's leading the polygraph test. And mm-hmm. this episode is so- great because it actually with as many issues as they had with chevy and writing him off the series into the fifth season and Mm -hmm. of course with donald glover leaving the show this season Mm -hmm. it like this was such a send-off for both characters between both of these episodes because you have pierce's character who Just like any other episode that they use Pierce, they kind of make him out to be a dick and a a villain. And then by the end of the episode, you kind of see a little bit of Pierce's heart in all the nice things that he actually had to say about these people, with the exception of Abed, who he's just like, did you know that you were crazy and I never got you? Here's your sperm. Yes. You know, like, and then he moves on to Troy. Like he, he says that Annie was his favorite. Shirley was the strongest one. Britta never took herself. Seriously enough, um, you know, like he has all these nice words for all these people, and it really is a great send off for Pierce at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And then you have the following episode, which is typical Troy and Abed bed style playing hot lava, which we all played as kids, but they took it up to the umpteenth level. Right. And is a beautiful send off to Troy that mm-hmm. I admit every time I watch this episode when he's saying his goodbye, I get choked up.
3: Yeah, it's hard to watch at times because Because he
1: is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. And to see his send off is in such a beautiful way. Like it's it's and to but at the same time, heartbreaking because you see this friendship that we've all grown to love over four, four years has to come to an end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's it's these two episodes together. There was no way for me to separate them. Yeah, I, I wanted to. But I I just couldn't. It is just I mean, and going back, going back to the the polygraph episode of Pierce's Funeral, it's one of my favorite lines of the entire series. (laughs) And it's Ken Jong, who might be one of my favorite characters in the entire show they ask him when he's, when he sat down and he's like, have you ever masturbated in the study room? And he just takes the polygraph stuff off. And walks away. <laughs> <laughs> answer the question. Later on in the episode, he comes back and he's like, I didn't just masturbate on the study room. I masturbated everywhere.
0: everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I,
1: that's, I don't know why I love that. There's two, there's two, Chang moments that crack me up every time. It's that one. And then I don't remember what episode. Oh, it's the episode where they do the um oh it's 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 the two annies that are fighting it out and they're doing the the world peace thing <laughs> summit. Yeah. But it's the opening before it even hits the title card. It's Chang as the security guard, and the other guy asks him, "Where did you Where did you even get these handcuffs?" He's like, "Oh," and he takes his handcuffs away, and he's just like, "I swear they're just for sex," like (laughs) that line. (laughs) It's just the way he says it cracks me up yeah. every time. Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't separate these two episodes. They're they're too good in their in their own way. They're two beautiful send offs to these characters. Even if one of them wasn't as liked as the other, mm-hmm. it was still a great way to send off Pierce's character and hysterical at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And if you if when during the pandemic, I felt fa- I thought it was great because they got everybody together virtually to do a script mm-hmm. read through, and that was the episode they did. Yeah, with was, Pedro Pascal, and Pedro Pascal <laughs> did the Walton Goggins part, <laughs> and it cracks me up. I'll still go back and rewatch it. Yeah, when they get to that part in the script <laughs> where they're talking about handing them all sperm, Pedro Pascal breaks. Yes. He cannot read because he didn't read ahead. Right. To read that part. So every time he has to do that, he cracks up yeah, and it cracks everybody up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it takes yeah. him easily a good, I think like four or five minutes just to get through a 30 second <laughs> part of the script. Yeah. And it's That's hysterical. Great. That's great.
3: Yeah. The uh, geothermal escapism was my, my number three. And I thought it was, oh, it was great to see that, but
1: well, let's just we'll just we'll just jump into number threes then, and, and we'll leave it to you, Mark, to to kick us off since that's your number three. Yeah, go ahead. I, I just
3: love the whole aspect of it, but the, the fact that you know we knew that he was uh, Danny Glover, Don Glover was actually Danny uh, Glover, Danny Glover, yeah. <laughs> <for> <laughs> Donald Glover, <laughs> uh, Donald Glover was leaving the show, but he was pursuing more than just a childish Gambino that he was going to pursue with his music career, but he was doing other things. Mm-hmm. But the fact that at the boat is called the childish tycoon. Childish
0: tycoon. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: And then we get LeVar Burton at the end and he was like, I'm not going to be nervous. I'm not going to be nervous. And then uh, he goes, yeah, Burton, get on the boat. We have everything. It's all mapped out. And then he goes, then he gets into the boat and they're ready to leave. He's got he goes, I have a lot of questions to ask you. <laughs> okay. And they're all Star Trek related.
1: Yeah. And and the last question is actually a really smart question. He's like, why didn't they call it Planet Trek? You <laughs> never went to a star. Not <laughs> yeah. not once. Not once. <laughs> not once. <laughs> That's good. It's so good. And but and one of the things I love too in it kind of it it ties into that episode geothermal escapism be- with Troy's that being Troy's last episode in the first episode of season five repilot and there um there's a whole conversation with Abed talking about how Scrubs came back for a final season and Zach Braff was only mm-hmm. there for the first five episodes and Donald Glover is Troy's like after everything that show did for him <laughs> knowing full well he <laughs> was leaving. In the fifth episode of that season <laughs> yep. of yeah. Community, it was such an inside joke, and it's it's just it's so damn funny. It
3: really. And is. it was also cool too because we had Lavar Burton, but Lavar Burton was brought in previously too. Uh, remember when Pierce faked him dying and he was in the hospital yeah. and he had to give things away? He he brought in Lavar Burton for Troy, and. All I wanted was an autograph of LeVar yeah. Burton. I didn't want to meet him.
1: Well, that's part of the tie in to him leaving is LeVar Burton tells him like, look, I know you're going to have trouble. T- you're going to have trouble talking to me. And he's like, no, no, that was the old me. I'm his clone. Let's get the light out, Burton. Yeah. because uh,
3: Yeah. Because they uh, were playing lava. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That's right. I forgot. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and he, he's great. sitting there like rocking in his chair singing the Reading Rainbow theme song, <laughs> trying not to cry because LeVar Burton is actually there. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what episode that is, but that's another good episode. That is, is. That's a good episode as well. Yeah. That's a, that's another really good episode. I can't remember. Um but Steve, how about you? Number three. So my number three is from season
2: season two. And depending on uh what platform you watch it on, it might be episode 20 or episode 21. Because I discovered that this episode, which is Paradigms of Human Memory, uh, it's the clip show that they did in season two of clips that we've never actually seen yes. before, yes. which they did that a couple <laughs> times in the series. But I just I loved the first one because when you first start watching it, you're like, Oh, it's gonna be a clip show, and like, wait, we've never seen these clips. Before like, this is all completely different, and then there's the moment where where Annie's like, "Well, this, the the tension between uh, uh, Jeff and I, and, and they like show that breakdown with that what that song is that slow song of all their stares." It's and like a looked.
1: Sarah McLachlan. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And then, there's and then then they show the same thing between Troy and or between Abed and Pierce. You
1: yeah. know, you could, with same, <laughs> you could do the same. You could do the same thing with Pierce and Abed with Pierce and Abed. Yeah, and they yeah, do the yeah. same thing like them jumping robe and yeah, Abed you know, acting out the cape. <laughs> and the change that he needs for and, the the vending machine, yes.
2: and <laughs> that's and that's where we get the first hashtag six seasons in a movie because it yep. was actually Abed talking <laughs> about the show's like, going to hey, get canceled
1: <laughs> in three weeks.
2: Six seasons in a movie. So I, I just I love that episode. It's one of those ones that I'll go back to. I've gone back to it and just watched that one because it's just, you know, it's the the, the Jeff Winger speeches and
1: how they all tied yep. together is, is, you know, even when we took Mercury. And- oh, and the, you're right. There's so many. It, it was so it's brilliant. I've been using that word a lot this episode, but I'm going to keep using it because that's what it is. It was brilliant to do a clip show showing clips of things we've never seen before. Yeah, like the Wild Wild West. The Wild West show, the St. Patrick's Day boat trip. Yeah. Um Oh god, there was a there was a bunch of of other ones which in there got, too. that comes
2: back at the end of the episode or in another episode where where they show them actually on that boat trip coming out and and Troy says something like, "If I know how rafts work, if you poke them at the back, they go faster." <laughs> I've <laughs> seen <laughs> enough
1: shows to know that if you poke the back of a raft, you go faster. <laughs> so that's yeah. the same episode. Yeah, is it is yeah. the same episode. Okay. Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, it's the same episode that works on Gilligan's Island. Troy not in real life yeah. I my, my favorite part of that episode too going back to Chang is like <laughs> Chang like trying to be part of the group and like he's sitting there and he, he's sitting next to Annie's boobs the monkey <laughs> and he's like oh we had some great times too didn't we and it just flashes <laughs> to a clip of him in the vent with the monkey just hitting him he's in the him head over head. and over yeah. and over <laughs> again yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's like a reverse cowbirth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I forgot about that. When he goes into the vent. When he he
2: perhaps, he just covers himself in Vaseline and dives into the vent. (laughs) The the reason I said, depending on what platform is, I didn't realize until yesterday when I was rewatching these that Netflix does not have the first Dungeons and Dragons episode. No, it does
1: not. And we're going to talk about that because that is on my list.
2: Oh, great. Good. So, because I was confused by that when I was trying to get these episodes out.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, which I guess that brings me to my number three, which we kind of already talked about already, which is remedial chaos theory. (laughs) Um, but you know, we kind of touched on a lot of it already. Steve, as you mentioned, this sets up a lot of future, Mm. um, you know, the darkest timeline, which is the name of the podcast. As we mentioned, we see (laughs) evil Abed come back a number of times. We get another paintball episode because of the darkest timeline, um, with this one happens to be all in Winger's head, but it's still another paintball episode, regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I don't really know if there's uh, much else we can talk about with this episode, but it's just again, we, it's we didn't talk about the Indiana Jones
2: diorama that they have in the middle of their apartment. That when Jeff <laughs> yeah, first his- sees it, he's like, Oh, the department the of perpetual virginity, you know, <laughs> chops is-
3: busted, friend. Chops <laughs> busted. Why do yeah. they have a bowl of grapes in the bathroom? Bowl of olives.
2: olives. Oh, olives. Yeah, okay. Catherine olives. Yeah. It's decoration. It's decorative.
1: It's a fancy party, Brita. <laughs> <laughs> another scene, another ep- <laughs> another part of that episode that I love is I forget what dice throw it is, but Troy goes to to Brita yes. in the in the bathroom and he's like, I'm 21, Brita. I'm an adult. And he breaks out the cigarettes and she goes to light it and he just like sucks it into his mouth because it's a candy cigarette. Yeah. 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 It's so it's so <laughs> damn funny, but that—that that, that yeah. is seriously, I think one of the best episodes of that series yeah. because it's incredibly smart. It takes it away from Greendale because it doesn't none of it, it all takes place in Troy and Abed's apartment. Yeah, it is in fact another bottle episode which we know from earlier they hate doing or we do it a at bottle it's episode. <laughs> yeah, because of the pen situation, but the pen situation. Yeah, like it's It's just it's so well done, and it showed that they didn't need to rely on the community college aspect of the show to make these characters great characters, Mm -hmm. Hmm. because we got a great episode. And there are a number of episodes that take place outside of the school. Yeah, like in the
3: therapist's office when they were trying to put uh, Abed away and some of those storylines come back because they show them in. A mental facility all of them together and they're acting out certain scenes from that mm-hmm. yeah and i i enjoyed that part of it and my yeah.
1: favorite part of that is garrett has a normal voice <laughs> it's not <laughs> yes. the 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 nerdy voice that the actor actually has yeah they did voice over to make him sound normal yeah <laughs> um all right so top two now uh steve back to you so
2: this is this is one that i have loved since the first time i watched it in season two and it's it's an amazing it's got a great uh cameo by is it is it kevin corrigan or Keith, it's Kevin Corrigan, and it is Season 2, Episode 9, Conspiracy Theories and Interior Design. Yes. This is the one where the dean catches uh, catches Jeff with a night school class that doesn't exist with Professor Professorson.
1: <laughs> Professor <laughs> Professorson. Uh,
2: and, and it's just one of those things that there's so much going on in it that you you miss it unless you watch it multiple times. And and then at the end, when they got the, when they're all using the different fake guns and the the one guy who's the the security guard goes, I just hate when people play around with fake guns. Whenever people play with fake guns, the person who gets killed is the one with the fake gun. (laughs) The one with the fake gun,
1: which I love too, because there's another tie-in to that episode with that cop later Yes, in the episode where Troy and Abed have the Batman DVD and Annie accidentally breaks Breaks it. it that cop comes back into the episode later and he sees Annie and he says didn't I pretend to shoot someone to shoot in front of you to teach you a lesson and she just kind of like timidly nods which is a whole tie in back to this episode right yeah and it's just it's one of
2: those things that it's just like like Jeff there's one part where Jeff goes I may be a god because <laughs> like, Brit is like how did that happen why did you just come out of thin air you know and he's like
1: I may be a god <laughs> so <laughs> I don't remember. I think it's that episode. It might not be. I might have my cold opens wrong. But there's so on my on my personal YouTube channel, I have a couple community clips Mm -hmm. that are just some of my favorite moments from community. And I just put them up and they have a ton of likes, which is great. I can't make any money off them because obviously they're copyrighted. But I just like seeing other fans like them. And one of the clips, and I think it's from this episode is. Or maybe it's not. It might be from another episode. The cold, and it's the just, cold open. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What's If you the, remember the cold, what the cold open yeah. was.
2: The cold open for this one is the Dean printing out. It, he's got one of those old style printers. Oh, that he's, yeah. He's in the 90s, and it's printing out. It's got the big, gigantic sized paper. The dot matrix printer. Yeah, the printer. dot matrix yeah. printer. And he pulls that out and he rips it. And that's that's kind of the cold open, I believe.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. That is the cold open for that one. I'm reminded of it. Okay. So then it's not that episode, but just the two clips that I have on YouTube that I love that still get a ton of hits to this day are one of them is it's just Jeff Winger saying, do you guys hear about that turtle in India? Two packs a day. Like that's all. (laughs) It's like, no, there's no content to that. That's it. And the other clip I have is actually from remedial Chaos Theory. It's literally two seconds long, and it's Britta going rocks, and Jeff, going no, <laughs> yeah. like just stopping her dead in her tracks. That's just, all. It's two seconds on YouTube, <laughs> but it has like over five thousand likes, and
2: I love it. And I, I think if I if I caught it correctly, it looked like they didn't use the same clip every time of him of her starting to sing and him going no because it's a different like it's. Yeah. Yeah. I could be overthinking it. Yeah, like, I know. It,
1: I know we're going back to remedial chaos theory, but the only mm-hmm. clip that they reuse is mm-hmm. the one of Abed saying, "Just so you know, you're now creating okay. six different timelines." Okay. Like, yeah. So it that's different. the Every only time clip, clip that's reused. No. Everything else okay. is is reshot. Yeah. Okay. Good. But back to. You're, conspiracy you're number, theories and yeah.
2: interior design. Yeah. It's just, like I said, it's just one of those, it's a simple episode. It's a simple concept, but it's just so, so brilliant and so good that it just, it, it, it's always been one that I go back to whenever I want to
1: watch. It's a, it's a great episode. I mean, and like referring to Dean Pelton as Dean dangerous. <laughs> time travel is really hard to write. If this desk were a time desk, <laughs> if, this, if my hoodie were a time hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> are we still on for thanksgiving just talk to your <laughs> just talk to your dad Dean. <laughs> just talk to your dad that's the funniest it's so yeah. good uh mark number two number
3: two well this it could be good for one or two but it'll be odd uncontrollable and controllable christmas from season two so episode good. 11 yeah so, okay. so good. stop motion photography that was in there uh that we all grew up with like you know, with Rudolph and Santa. Yeah. It but... takes
1: you back to like the Rankin and Bass claymation mm-hmm. Christmas yep. episodes. Yeah. That we get. And then yeah.
3: uh, of course, everybody's singing through it. We, we get a musical out of it to some degree. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, we, you know, it's basically about Abed's bad experience because he usually has Christmas with his mother and his mother remarried has her own children and he's dealing with, the rejection of that not having even though they don't practice, you know, you know, it, Christmas as a holiday or religious holiday, mm-hmm. but more of like a uh, something that him and his mother do at that time. My big
1: my biggest disappointment of that episode is the gift that he gets that he's disappointed in is the season of lost, lost.
3: first. Yeah, is this,
1: is, yeah. Is the first season or is first season. OK,
3: yeah, the first season. And. Yeah, and it's a box and a box and a box, and then he finds lost.
2: <laughs> he finds <Yeah>. lost, <laughs> and that's another one. one. That's another one that comes back to paradigms of uh, human memory because yes. they show a shot of the of the live action study room mm-hmm. when that was when that was going on. I, it was just, just great again. Another John John Adler. Yeah, you see. Uh, yeah, you well. see
1: it from the actual perspective
0: Point of view of, of,
2: uh, of the st-
1: therapist act of working. Yeah. yeah,
2: in the study group room of yeah. Duncan
1: yeah. doing what he's doing. Yeah, yep. yeah. No, that's a, uh, gr- it's a great episode. And it's one of those, it's every holiday, I, I watch holiday movies just like everybody else. But there are TV series that do Christmas episodes that I like to go back and rewatch. That's usually one of them. I usually yeah. watch every year. Yeah, same
3: here. I, I just love how he dresses all the pe- key people in the group. Jeff as Jeff in a box.
0: <laughs>
3: Pierce as a Teddy Pierce. Teddy Pierce, yep. <laughs> Britta as a Britta bot. Bleep, bloop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley as baby doll.
1: Oh my lord.
3: <laughs> uh Troy as Troy
1: soldier. Annie, uh, has and got has Annie, Annie is, I think is like a sugar plum fairy, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or ballerina. She's a ballerina. Annie's a Ballerani. Yeah. Ballerani, that's it. Yeah,
3: yeah, and uh Ian as the Christmas wizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought that was all pretty cool and how they were able to get him out of it and realizing but we also got another Christmas one, uh, the one with oh, uh, is it uh, Anthony well, and Michael Hall?
1: There's the, there's three <laughs> Christmas episodes in particular. There's mm-hmm. Abed's uncontrollable Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the one that you mentioned, which is the first season, which is the one where they get into the fight. Yes, with Anthony Michael Hall, and then there's also the one that's kind of. Um, uh, the musical quote, and regional it, it, regional it, it, musical it's it's close en- it's close encounters where they get infected oh yeah by by music but, yeah. it's, but there's yeah, also, it's there's the also there's also the regional yeah the, Kling the, Kling the, the club regional, the regional club episode yeah
2: right the, the regional holiday musical music that's from season three episode ten that's all my honorable mentions once
1: yeah that's that's the one that's kind of close encounters where they they, they sing to each other and infects them and brings oh them right
2: right okay yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's yeah, great that I, they use a close encounters reference for a Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's like close encounters meets glee and it's so odd but it's so close weird. encounters invasion of the body snatchers. Uh, no, that you're right, invasion not close okay. encounters. It's invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. I was but like, it works so well.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's so funny and it's, it, yeah, but we'll get to those when we get to the honorable. I,
3: I just find all those uh, the Christmas specials always intriguing as well as the Halloween ones. I just love all of them. Yeah. But this one is my favorite out of all.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, it's and it's great. Again, takes you back to like I said the the Rankin and Bass.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: You know, Frosty, Rudolph, year without Santa, like it, they're great specials that still that, that are still relevant to us today. Like we still watch them today. Mm-hmm. And it was great that they took that reference and they just kind of put their own spin on it and made it their own and it worked. Yeah. yeah. Uh which I guess leads to my number 2. And this was tough. Because this one could be my number one as well. My number one and two are so Close. on par with each other <laughs> that you could swap them. Actually, you know what? I'm going to swap it. My number two, I'm going to make my number one, and I'm going to talk about my original number one, which is Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. Since we already talked about that, we already brought mm-hmm. that up. Yeah, I'll use that for my number two. Um, okay. And then my number two will will be my number one. But Advanced Dungeons & Dragons is... so. Getting to the point that you were making, Steve, about how Netflix doesn't carry it any longer. Mm-hmm. Netflix took a safe bet, and I don't blame them for this at all, mm-hmm. because there is a moment where Chang is dressed in blackface.
0: Yes. Uh, and he's actually okay.
1: referenced as Al Jolson black elf, and right. as blackface right. by Pierce. Okay, So he's not in blackface but because he's referenced as in blackface mm-hmm. Netflix was like okay well we can't we can't even take the risk of yeah, getting blowback for this okay. so they removed the episode which is really a shame because it is an amazing episode oh yeah and it's
2: another one that sets up future things i mean we get we get introduced to neil who then becomes
1: a a, char- a running background character well i think we've seen neil before but he well, becomes see- a very prominent character right. because of this um he definitely takes a couple steps towards the forefront but one of the reasons why i love this episode and i adore this episode as much as i do is because there actually is this isn't just a show for This isn't just an episode of saying like, okay, these guys are playing Dungeons and Dragons for the sake of playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. This is, this episode actually does have a message because. Suicide prevention. It's suicide prevention. It really is suicide prevention. Neil is suicidal at the beginning of this episode. Mm -hmm. And it takes all of these characters coming together to realize it and kind of take something that he loves doing and bringing him into it. Mm -hmm. To kind of bring him around and by the end of the episode the one person who you don't expect to be the hero of the episode turns out to be the hero of the episode and that's Pierce. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) like he is the biggest dick throughout this entire episode like this episode makes him a villain in Mm -hmm. in the show it makes him a villain,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but he is the hero of the episode. Because it's because of everything that Pierce does in this episode that makes Neil realize this is one of the best games of D and D he's ever played. And he wants to keep playing. Mm -hmm. Right. He wants to survive. He wants to keep, he He even says at the end, he even says to Pierce at the end, this is one of the best games I've ever played. Do you want to play again next week? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's so heartfelt that this episode, yes, it's great. And it's funny but it saves a life. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I love this episode as much as I do. And it's a shame that with such a powerful message that this episode has Mm -hmm. Netflix won't air it because of some of the references in it.
3: I'm curious because a lot of things are being taken off uh, Netflix at times because they go back to their, because with all the streaming apps, a lot of shows are going back to like NBC, ABC.
2: Yeah, now, I think Peacock has Community as well. It has I think both Peacock and Netflix have Community on their. I'd have to check Peacock because I have. Well, I'm actually checking it,
1: right now because I because I do have Peacock and I know while you guys are talking, I'm actually looking yeah. to see if they do have Community and if they do. If they if have they that, up, that, if they okay, have that episode.
2: episode, yeah. I have. I mean, I have the DVD, so I can always watch the
1: Community the is on. not on. Community is not on Peacock. Not okay, which means okay. Netflix still owns the rights. Um, gotcha. But because Peacock da- is producing the movie, that da- I can almost guarantee you, they're going to get the streaming rights to Community. Yeah. I would think because it think. was an NBC show. So yes. mm-hmm. once the deal with Netflix expires, they're going to bring it back to Peacock. Yep. And hopefully, they bring that that episode back. They they. Hopefully. I mean, just put a, put a warning at the beginning of it. That's what you do. If, it's it's such a like again. It's such a powerful episode in the message that it provides through humor, but regardless, it's still a powerful message. Mm-hmm. It I mean it's it's a suicide prevention episode, and it's it needs to be seen. Yeah, right, absolutely. So. Uh, all right, that brings us to our number ones, <laughs> uh, Steve. What is your number one?
2: Oh, probably a no brainer. And it may be, I'm surprised it hasn't already been mentioned, but uh, my number one is the first paintball episode, season one, modern episode, warfare, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, modern warfare directed by Justin Lin, the fast and the furious guy. <laughs> and there's just so much in this. I, I when I watched it again last night, I, there were so many of these episodes that I found myself laughing out loud, even though I've watched them multiple times, I'm still laughing out loud. At, at them and you know the scene of <laughs> Abed running up the wall and and shooting to save to save Jeff. And uh, and then he says, you know, come with me if you don't want your clothes to get paint on them doing the the Terminator (laughs) line, you know. And and then when they come into the room, and Troy's like, Jeff Winger, you son of a bitch, you know. Is it's just so many things, and it's great. And then uh, also the message again, another one with kind of a message at the end. They joke about you know, joke. uh, Britta says when she wins, she's going to give it to Shirley so Shirley can schedule her classes around spending time with her kids. And Jeff's like, if I win, I'm just going to keep it for myself. But then at the end, he does end up giving it to to Shirley. Shirley. Yeah, yeah. But, And to the diehard references, to, the as, die soon hard, as, yep. as soon as Jeff takes off his shirt, and he's got that tank top on. You know, there's going to be diehard. Like it's
1: it's gotta yeah. be. So, but and he uh, just shoots Dean Pelton in the head with the yeah, gun. yeah. He's like, "All right, what do you want? Guess." And he does the he does the the uh, the
2: Rambo the Rambo First Blood Part Two at the end with the machine gun where he shoots all around him with the, with the machine gun paint. That's the end of Rambo first blood part two. When he, shoots there are, the there, there are so of-
1: many action movie references. Like, in Scarface. This One episode there's Scarface die hard. There's hard boiled, mm-hmm. um, which is the, the Chang stuff uh-huh. with the, with the golden paintball guns.
2: Yep. Pre- and, there's predator with him at the end with the bomb on his, on his chest. Yes. Yep. You know, it's,
1: it's so <laughs> like it's, there's so many references in this, um, and also, there is a huge moment in this episode in mm-hmm. tr- in Britta and, and Jeff yeah. sleeping together. Time,
2: <laughs> yeah, the first time they hook up is in yeah. this episode, and so it gets referenced back, uh, you know, in future episodes as well in seasons. So yeah, yeah, it's, you did it's, it on the desk. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those. It's just one of those episodes that, and, and like I said, it was the first one we had. I don't think I had ever seen anything like that kind of scope in a twenty-two minute comedy. You yeah. know, and it also it, it's another thing that I don't know if this was intentional or not, but, you know, when you get to that one that I mentioned first, the analysis of cork based uh, networking, we find out that there's a whole network of custodians and a whole network of janitors like they're two separate jobs mm-hmm. and there's a whole bunch of them. Now we know why this school needs a whole bunch of custodians <laughs> and janitors, because once a year they destroy their school. But well, that's and like that, even and that even same it- guy. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, that same guy is mopping up. It seems like every every time, you know, he's the the one janitor or custodian, whichever one he is, that he's mopping up after him. So.
1: Well, it's like even at the end of the two part episode, the two part painful episode that we get at in the se- in the next season in season two, the very end clip during the credits is Abed in the hallway talking to that janitor, mm-hmm. and he's like. And he's telling him the story about how everything happened. And the janitor's like, well, next time, why don't you just pour paint over everything? He's like, oh, we did that. Haven't you been to the library? He's like, I'm, wor- I'm working my way there. And he's got the drink in his hand and it's empty. And he's just like, oh, you can just put that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so ridiculous. But you're right. They need a team because <laughs> they keep doing stupid shit like this. Exactly. It's so damn funny. But that's a great episode. In itself, because no series had ever done anything like that. Mm. And you're right. The scope of just this 22 minute episode of everything that they put into it, all the references that are into it, all the events that happened, it's it's a stacked episode. And one of my other favorite (laughs) lines from that episode, too, is when they're walking outside, when they're when they're getting ready to face off against the Glee Club. It's it's Shirley and Troy walking back behind everybody, and they're like, you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Shirley's we're like, the last we no, We're we're walking with God, and he's like, no, we're the last one. And Troy gets taken out, and Shirley's like, Troy made God mad. <laughs> and she's running away.
2: That, and that scene with Britta in the cafeteria or wherever it was, and she, I'm going home, Britta. And she's like, no, Shirley's like, no, really,
1: I'm going home. So <laughs> yeah, no, really help me up. I'm going home. That's a great choice for number one. That's yeah. it, it really is. Yeah. Uh Mark, number one. That would be season two, episode
3: five, epidemiology. Okay. The Halloween episode. The Halloween okay. episode. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dean winds up getting uh, army surplus store rations <laughs> for taco meat. And it's he, he they all start breaking out into zombies. And starting biting each other and spreading it. Uh, there, there's like so many cool outfits in it, which I love. Uh, Pierce is the the first to be infected, of course, <laughs> and he's dressed up as William Shatner.
1: <laughs> no, yes, he is. You're right. Yep, I, I confused it for another Halloween episode. Yeah, you thought he, he was, was uh,
3: Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: a different Halloween episode. Uh,
3: It just revolves around the group and most of the school quarantined at that point. Uh, You got the uh, doctor who's great at clay. Yep. uh, And he's trying to tend to everybody. But uh, between Britta and him, they don't acknowledge that they were bitten because they thought they wouldn't get I
1: got I got bit hours ago and I'm fine. Fine. (laughs) Uh, Chang and Shirley hook up. Another... Another continuing storyline yeah. that develops yeah. from this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And another, uh, another memory. We
2: have a memory in later in the,
3: the paradigms of memory.
1: Uh, oh, I we're sees Yep. Brenda and Jeff go into the bathroom.
3: Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, they get together and eventually she gets pregnant and then he leaves that message with, uh, Troy at the very end saying, uh, change like, Troy, I need to tell you, Shirley and I totally hooked up. Shirley and I totally
1: did it. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> I, I just love the costumes. So Jeff was uh, Beckham Britta as a T-Rex, which is pretty funny, which is something that I just love because she posted this on her Instagram uh, that she loved T-Rexes. And actually, they got the idea because she has a picture of herself when she was a little kid as a T-Rex. That's oh, awesome. Nice.
0: Yeah.
3: So they did that. Uh Abed as Alien mm-hmm. and Tro uh Troy as Ripley from and Aliens, but Ripley. then changes it to being a vampire. I'm yeah. a sexy
1: I'm a sexy Dracula. Yeah.
3: yeah. And it's not really. He goes, no, you're a vampire. No, I'm a sexy Dracula. But why would you say that with a toilet seat cover? <laughs> and that's
1: what I love Dracula. about the costume is that's all it is, is that he stripped down his T-shirt, put a toilet seat cover over his head, and wrote Dracula on it.
3: And like covered his wrist, like wristbands <laughs> yeah. with toilet paper. Uh, Surely as Glinda the Good Witch from The Wizard of Oz, but everybody confuses it. They don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, and Chang was oh I forget it was he's an ice skater ice skater um, Peggy oh F- Christy
1: Yamaguchi Amag- 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 no Amag- no no he was Peggy Fleming he was but everybody Lim- kept calling they, him when they called him Christy Yamaguchi he's like no he's like you just got proven racist by the racist maker
3: right. that's
2: right.
1: right that's right I got it backwards he was going as Peggy Fleming but <laughs> right. they kept saying Christy Yamaguchi and everybody kept calling Shirley Miss Peggy but they didn't want to say it to
3: her face <laughs> but they right. didn't realize she was Linda. <laughs>
1: Just yeah. a warning. Shirley is not Miss Piggy. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> and she walks up. Hello. And I just love how Dean <laughs> it's just is like. I can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't not see it.
3: Uh, Dean as Lady Gaga. Yep. Uh, and his playlist is playing over with the music, but it also has his to reminders, audio yeah, his reminders, to do list, and his like his shopping list. But it's, it's just ABBA, Abba and music. It's just
1: Abba and voice notes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, man. So, yeah, I already spoke about Rich from Pottery Class, but that was hilarious. It's
1: it's such a great episode. And I know I posted for feedback, and we didn't get a lot, so we're not reading much. We're not going to read any in this episode. But one of, the, one of the people did say that that was probably one of their favorite episodes as well. Yeah. Is that, that zombie episode. Because, nice. I mean, it's it's such a clever way to do a zombie outbreak without killing off characters.
3: Yeah, because mm-hmm. they get all remedied at the end. Troy makes the trip, try to lower the temperature. Yeah. So that way it cools them down and break the fever. But you see, it's like, Jeff, you're still cool even when you're a zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: but and then but somebody, it's, oh, it's the dean who calls the the, the phone number on the, yes. the package. Yes. And, and the, the army rollout that comes to. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it, it's, again, like I mentioned, it's another one of those episodes where there's a, a developing storyline that starts mm-hmm. in that episode with yes. Shirley becoming pregnant and the mystery of who is the father? Is it Chang or is it Shirley's ex-husband? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, And it, it's kind of almost a character builder for Chang too, because he does grow up a little bit when he realizes that he could be the father of Shirley's baby. Yeah. He's still Chang. Let's
3: not get, let's not be
1: wrong about that.
3: Or the dynasty of Chang episode, which was crazy in itself. It's so good.
1: That whole storyline of Chang taking over Greendale is like, yeah, it's so (laughs) damn good kids. Um, But I guess that brings me to my number one. And I am genuinely shocked that this episode, not only has nobody listed this episode yet, but it hasn't even been mentioned yet. Like not even in some of our honorable mentions in the conversation. I think I know what, I think I know what what it's going to be. My, my number one, which again could be number two, number one. These two are so swappable season one, episode 21, contemporary American poultry.
2: I specifically did not put this one in my top five because I figured somebody would have it in their, in their top, in their top five. And so I was like, I'm just going to put it in my honorable mentions, but yeah.
1: I watch this episode. I adore this episode because it is a mobster movie made into this episode. And every time I watch this episode without fail, I want chicken fingers. (laughs) This episode makes me hungry for chicken fingers every damn time I watch it. It is so well done. From using some of the music that they use in the episode to like Abed becoming like this fry master mastermind (laughs) of the kitchen, Joel being pushed, Joel, that's his real name, (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Jeff. being pushed out and having to take Abed out at the end to realizing at the end why i why abed was doing this which is some big character development for abed yeah it's just so well done there's no real connection to any other episodes this is really a standalone episode yeah because there's no continuing storylines it doesn't touch Mm -hmm. on episodes on storylines that happened before it this is literally just a standalone episode of community but it's so well done. Like I just I really don't know what else to say about this episode, other than the fact I just I love this episode as much as I do.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Jeff was the boss,
0: you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> he was running things. <laughs> it's it's like everybody played their part in in this, like Annie was the runner. Uh, you know. Britta was a packer because she was a vegetarian and wouldn't eat it. And Shirley was one too, because she would worried if she stole, she'd go to hell. Right. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's so nuanced and so well done. Like from Annie's bag being torn apart at the end. Cause Abed decides everybody's too. Oh, I'm the, oh, sorry. There actually is one continuing storyline that develops in this one. This is the origin Annie episode of Annie's boobs. boobs. Yep. Yep oh okay that's right this is I- this is the origin of annie's boobs the monkey this is the episode he <laughs> why got did from. you let twitter name your monkey they are my body parts <laughs> 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 Will you rename would you rename that monkey he it's his twitter account that's yeah. like it's so god it's so well done like yeah. i just i i, I i'm it doesn't surprise me that nobody brought it up because again, there's so many great episodes oh, yeah. of this show that we were bound to have a couple that crossed over. But I was one of the things I was really hopeful for is that all of our number ones were going to be different, and they were. Yeah. So, yeah. and that just shows the eclecticness for this show, is mm-hmm. that there's a little bit of something for everybody mm. in this series. And I just I love it. Um, but let's talk about some. Um, some honorable mentions that we have. And again, just like every other episode, we don't have to go into too much detail about these. We can just kind of rapid fire through these a little bit. Um, I mentioned Modern you modern Warfare already came up. That was in my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, what's an honorable mention? One of your honorable the, mentions? The only one I've got that I think has not actually come up yet. Well, actually, I'll talk some more about one of them,
2: but uh, this is uh, season three, episode eight documentary filmmaking redux. This is the documentary that, that mocks or, or plays off from the apocalypse now uh, documentary, even to the point of the Dean, just just going all out crazy. This is the the one where
1: they remake the commercial, right?
2: Yeah. They're remaking the commercial for Greendale. Uh, Troy and Britta have to kiss and they're trying to figure out how to do that. Stop saying
1: I'm different. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's so uh, we keep using the word brilliant, but it really is. It's it's there's so much of it. And
1: it goes Abed Abed uh, filming the the filming of making a documentary of making the commercial. What I I love about that episode, too, is it goes meta because it is very much Apocalypse Now in Mm -hmm. the style that it's filmed. But even when they bring in Luis Guzman later. And and they're questioning why Abed is filming them filming the commercial. Luis Guzman even says he's like, oh, "Haven't you even, haven't you ever seen Hearts of Darkness so much better than Apocalypse Now?" Like, exactly, that's a meta moment in the show. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. And the, uh, he's not uh, wrong. Hearts of Darkness is so much better than Apocalypse Now. It,
2: I, I hate, to admit that.
1: I hate to admit that, but I yeah, it's better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's better than Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now is great. Heart of Darkness is so much better.
2: Yeah, well, and <laughs> better. Paco's Now was my number one war movie when we did war movies. That's so, right. Uh, yes, it was. But, uh, but I even admitted then, I think I admitted that the Hearts of Darkness is so much better. It's
3: just amazing.
1: Thing. Yeah. Um, Mark, what's one of your honorable mentions?
3: Uh, well, that would be Season 5, Episode 2, Introduction Teaching. And that oh, one the- is when yep. Abed goes to class and they study of all things, you and I covered this him on Adrenaline Cinema podcast, Nicolas Cage, Nicholas Cage, good or Cage. bad, <laughs> with Professor Garrity, and Abed loses it, and he goes, "Oh,
0: crazy!" That's
1: <laughs> <And I> it. <laughs> another Kevin Corrigan. Uh, yep. And I just, I yep. just love how at the end of that episode, when Abed has the breakdown and just walks out of the episode, or walks out of the classroom, Professor Garrity's like, "That was genius."
3: yeah (laughs) but it also references uh the previous uh class he had taken about who's the boss boss?
1: right (laughs) which i angela angela yep (laughs) yeah that's that's another good one too um let's see let me take a look at some of mine um i mentioned the app development and condiments the meow meow beans episode um one of the other ones though i like and this was one that was kind of tough to not put in my top five season four episode nine intro to felt surrogacy This is the Muppet episode oh, of oh community that's also was, a musical episode
3: and it was also very a uh, serious episode with with certain things because uh Shirley has a breakdown of she the, she confesses how she left her kids
1: yeah a, she she left her kids in a grocery store
3: in a grocery store and she couldn't find them
1: yeah. I mean, they all kind of have those moments at the end, but it's, yeah. but you're right. I think Shirley's is probably the biggest yes. out of everybody. Um, None of us are parents, so we really can't relate to mm-hmm. that. But
0: mm.
1: I mean, I know enough parents that I can be like, look, look, it, it's, it happens. Yes. yes. Um, parents and kids get separated. It mm. happens. Shirley's reasoning is because she got a little distracted and she left them there without realizing she had to bring her kids with her when yeah. she left. So it's a little bit more guilt ridden, but I, I get it. And it's yeah. just, no, it's, it's, it's well done. And yeah, it's just seeing like hearing the music from it. I, I recently had, um, w- new windows installed in, in my apartment, uh, last week. And while the guys were here working I was watching episodes of community knowing we were going to be filmed. We were going to be recording this and the guy, one of the guys that was working on my windows actually saw that I was watching and we started talking about it and he mentioned this episode and how much he loved this episode and no lie in between episodes of community when, when there was nothing playing, I could hear them in the back room doing the windows and I could hear him singing It's an adventure. We're going to go (laughs) high. He was he had the song stuck in his head because we were just talking about it. And I started laughing and he's like, It's your fault. (laughs) He's like, I have to go home and watch that episode now. Uh, Listen to the podcast. (laughs) Well, I did. I did tell him we were gonna be podcasting too. So hopefully he'll listen. And he gets a shout out. There you go. Uh, Steve, any other honorable mentions uh, on your list? You know, we we briefly touched on it, but I want to talk a little bit about it
2: again. Is is that season season three, episode ten, the regional holiday musical? Because that one, uh, there's stuff in that that also plays into future stuff. We get the flirtation between Jeff and Annie that plays out through the whole. series really is this back and forth of of between uh him and annie but also the implication of the glee club when at the end the glee club guy basically confesses to murdering the first (laughs) glee club (laughs) in the the bus accident from the previous season you know so it's just it's just one of those things that that i just yeah it's one of those episodes when i watched it last night i was this is really good and i <laughs> laugh out loud at parts of it but uh, yeah that's uh i think that's the only other one that we really we touched on the pillows and blankets the ken burns style yeah it's so uh,
1: good that but is so yeah. good It's yeah it's that episode is just is so well done that was another one that was really tough to not put mm-hmm. in my top five
3: yeah was that during the war, too, that they had the War of the Blankets? Or is that another one? That was
1: yeah. It, so Pillows and Blankets was the two-parter. It was the second part mm-hmm. of it. The first part was the they were going for the Guinness Book of World Records. Yes. Pillow Fort, right. right. Yeah, with the pillow forts and the blankets. And then it's into the second episode that it goes into the documentary style, yeah. like the Ken Burns documentary style, um, yeah. in which actually Keith David, who doesn't come in, until Elroy later narrates, yeah, is the one narrating. the. Episode. Oh, that's nice. Yep. I didn't yep. realize that.
3: Yeah, we find out that Britta can't take a picture worth a
1: darn. Yeah, uh- <laughs> just because a picture is in black and white doesn't make it good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, this is something I've always been curious about. I gotta look it up now. Because they reference it so much like and I've I've there's been a number of times I've actually almost had Keith David on the podcast and it, 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 oh, always wow. fell. it, it, it fell through every time. I'm, we're ho- I'm hopeful eventually it's going to happen. Right. Um, Was Keith David in the Cape? Yes, he was. He, he was, was in the, the Cape. He was
2: the he was the mentor. He was the guy that taught. The main character is Cape stuff, I think.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was <laughs> Max in the Cape um, yeah. because they say at the end of that episode, when they're doing the voiceover with both um, Jeff and the narrator at the same time, he's like, hey, were you in the Cape? <laughs> and he's like, no. And that's how the episode <laughs> ends. Right. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> he, he turns it down. Um, yeah. Keith David was in the Cape. Okay. All right, I, cool. I forgot about that. Um, Mark, any other honorable mentions on your list?
3: Well, we talked about pills and blankets, uh, a fistful of paintballs, which is like Great the world. following one, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool because uh, Dean Pelton screws mm-hmm. it up with the what the uh, winning was. The first one was like uh, oh, no, registration? No, no,
1: the no, first one... f- fistful uh, wasn't fistful of paintballs was fistful of paintballs is the one where City College offers the reward. Yeah,
3: yeah. They mix it up. They don't know it's about money. Right. And uh, the first paintball one was about uh, getting your priority registration. Priority registration. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. doesn't
2: actually exist. So you have to fake a disease gout. You have to fake a disease. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but can, the second you, one can you walk with cool. a
1: limp?
3: <laughs> the second one was cool at, at how they side together. And then the, you got the one off that the uh, city college sends in some guy. <laughs> to, to, to uh, who is josh holloway, josh josh holloway. Yeah, josh yeah. Hallowai,
1: yeah i yeah, thought that was um, pretty
3: cool
1: yeah i that was another two-parter fistful of paintballs was the first part that was the western theme and then the mm-hmm. second one a few paintballs more was the, was star, the wars. star wars theme i'm actually a bigger fan i i love star wars but i'm actually a bigger fan of part one yeah of that one of the of the western episode i just like in the second
2: part when abed takes the han solo because he he takes the he gets the vest and he goes i'm taking it before jeff gets it (laughs) yeah (laughs) he takes the han solo part before jeff can slide into it
1: Uh (laughs) there's also a a key in the second part of that episode is where we get an abed and annie hookup they end up kissing in that episode yeah 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 I mean, it was purely in character for Abed. He was doing it but in she character. She took it to the next level as usual. But she was like kind of flirtatious about it. And yeah. he was Like I was just playing a part. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. I think I like the first part of that. I think I like the first part of that one better than the second part, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah the, that's, Western, a, the Western one is a little bit with Pierce in the cafeteria hoarding everything and <laughs> yeah, the big, big boss. Starburns. Yeah. And he's got, uh, who is the girl, the, the other background character that we didn't mention the girl. She's up like a, doing like a table dance. Vicky. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Vicky. Yeah. Vicky. Um, I, I have one or two other ones that I can mention. I'm not going to mention all mm-hmm. of them. Um, season four episode or season two, episode four, basic rocket science uh-huh oh, is the one where they're they're in the kfc <laughs> yeah
2: yeah oh. another kind of bottle another kind of bottle episode and it's it it's the apollo 13 because uh, yes. who is left out troy is troy oh, the abed abed's left out and he has yep. to try to figure out how
1: to get them home yep. yeah yeah that's that's another episode i love where it's like the uh the simulator
2: yeah the, the and that's the same simulator. city college that's the running gag with the city college yep. thing as well yep. is in there
1: um, let's see. Um, man. Oh, uh, season two, episode eight, cooperative calligraphy. Uh, this is the actual bottle episode with Annie's pen.
3: Yes, when Annie's pen goes and, pen. and 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 actually Jeff announces it and he goes, "All right, we're having a
1: bottle episode." <laughs> yeah. yeah, he call, he calls his date <laughs> Glenifer. I'm doing a bottle episode. <laughs> it's great. Uh, and then I think the only other one I'll mention um because there's so many good ones here I'll mention one more let me pick one uh you know what I'll go with I'll go with season three episode seven studies in modern movement uh this is the one where they're moving Annie in Detroit and Abed's apartment okay Jeff Jeff is faking being sick and then uh um, Dean and, finds and, and him and Dean finds him while they're out
0: <laughs> yes yeah.
1: The scene at the end of that episode where they're singing karaoke together, they sing Kiss from a Rose together, and then they're just getting ready to do another song because Jeff thought it was kind of fun until he realizes that the Dean set the whole thing up. And they start fighting in the karaoke room and the camera's kind (laughs) of like moving everywhere. And then the best part is when Jeff decides to actually go and help them move. And they start singing the lyrics from Kiss from a Rose because (laughs) Dean tweeted it. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, he tweeted it. He
0: tweeted it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just, it's so, it's yeah. it's another one of my favorite moments. So I had a bunch of other ones, but we've we've talked about a lot of episodes, and yeah. we don't need to talk about them anymore. But just anybody who's out there, again, it's available on Netflix now. The only episode missing is that Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, hopefully it'll move over to Peacock at some point and they'll restore that episode with a warning, Mm -hmm. but it's it's, again, it's such a great episode. So,
3: yeah. And I found it interesting too, because if you look at the seasons four, five and six, they were only 13 episodes each.
1: Yeah. They were shorter seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we get into plugs and everything and start wrapping thing up, wrapping things up. What, what do you think you want to see from the movie? Now that we know we're getting the movie, i I have I have something that I would like to see. Um, if you don't realize it, like we mentioned season five, Troy leaving and going off on the boat with Lavar Burton. A later episode, and I can't remember what episode it is, there is an episode where they're watching a news report, and there's a lower third ticker at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the lower third ticker at the bottom, talks about two men in a boat who get hijacked by pirates.
2: And one of them is LeVar Burton. And, and it, is just, it is, it's, yeah.
1: it's a, it's LeVar Burton and another gentleman in a boat are missing after being like hmm. boarded by pirates. So yeah. they left the tease in there for Troy and LeVar Burton. Yeah. I would like to see because they've only announced this season six cast. So they announced everybody coming back with the exception of Donald Glover and Yvette, Nicole Brown, right? The producers have said they're incredibly hopeful that Donald Glover is coming back. Yeah. They just have to negotiate with Yvette, Nicole Brown. I don't Mm -hmm. see why she wouldn't do it because she's talked a number of interviews about how much she loved her time on that show. Mm -hmm. And she was part of the script read and everything else. So I don't, I don't see why she wouldn't come back to do it. I, I would like to see Community, the movie, The Search for Troy and Lavar. Oh, yeah. OK. That'd be interesting. Because then you really Donald Glover can come back in a limited capacity. Yeah. He doesn't have to do a full shooting schedule.
3: Yeah, he can come he back can at come the very towards, end.
1: Towards the end.
3: <laughs> yeah. The movie. yeah.
1: Um, what about you guys? Like, what would you like to see from from the movie?
2: I want to see and this is crazy this goes to the series finale. I want to see FBI agent Annie. I think uh, I think that would be cool that would know, be she fun. went off to do an internship at the FBI. I'd like to see, you know, how that turned out. Um hey, maybe and, it's her case to rescue Troy. That's what I was I was just going to say is that yeah. could be their their way into getting everybody together to go find Troy. I mean, it'd be a little why would she be bringing civilians into but you know. <laughs> right? Um and I'd be interested to see how many of them stayed in touch with each other with each other and how many didn't? Like obviously at the end, I believe it's Britta, Jeff, and John Oliver are still or and I think uh Kenji and I think young are in st- the dean, maybe are in the bar.
1: Yeah, because at, at, Annie and Abed catch a flight. Right. Yeah, uh, Abed the goes to Los, An- Abed go to Los Angeles.
2: An- yeah. Abed goes to Los Angeles, Annie goes to wherever she went to for the yeah. FBI thing. Um, hmm. I'd like to see if if they stayed in touch with each other. How did they, or if they didn't, you know, if they, if they fell apart once they lost that, cause Abed may have been kind of that glue holding that group together. So that could be another, I don't know. It's I, I'd like to see at least any, the FBI agent and Abed, the film producer.
1: I get it. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Mark, what about you? Well, my thought originally was based upon Abed because he is going to be the film producer. It's his film of like a documentary style of trying to find Abed with the rest of the group. But he has to go back to Greendale get <laughs> and get Jeff, who's still dealing with those all-girl study group that all have different names. And <laughs> I wonder if it's a different group this time where it's a bunch of different misfits. And then if yeah, he's still team. teaching. or yeah, yeah, if he's still teaching.
1: There was a, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Um, I saw somebody post on Reddit an absolute brilliant idea for what the movie could be. Um, And it was so typical Greendale. Mm-hmm. Like it was so, it was such a community idea <laughs> that like I I read it and I was like, this is brilliant like this is forget my idea right this is what the movie should be because this screams community and i i wish i saved that link to find it because again it was it was such a brilliant idea and it was very meta Mm-hmm. just like the show is. Hmm. Well, and as you're searching, for that, I'll talk about, I, I really hope I'm, I'm assuming that they got Dan Harmon is coming back. Dan Harmon is coming back.
0: To yes, right. Yes, because
2: that's what Joel McHale, one of the quotes I saw from Joel McHale was that he would only come back to do a movie if Dan Harmon was the writer. So hmm. yeah, I'm really glad to see that. I, Dan, Dan Harmon is, is a brilliant, I'm, he is brilliant. We keep using that word. Brilliant. Rick and Morty is an amazing <laughs> show <laughs> uh, as well. Okay. I,
1: I, I could not get into Rick and Morty. I okay. I tried watching. I watched the first episode. I know I have to give it more than one episode. Everybody yeah. tells me. I, I can see why you
2: wouldn't. Episode. I can see your love of Back to the Future. At I can that, see why you would not like Rick and Morty because it's kind of a parody of that. Yeah. Of uh, and it's it's in in, in uh, not an insult. I don't
1: want to say an insulting way, but it kind of is. It's uh, a crude parody. Right. Of Of one of your favorite of back to the future of my favorite trilogy of all time. And I've had a number of people tell me like, yeah, that's probably my reason why I didn't like it. Now I will say it has been in my mind to start it again and (laughs) rewatch the first episode, give it a couple more episodes to see if I can watch it. And last night I did. Put on an episode. I was lying in bed and I'm like, let me rewatch this first episode again just to see if I I appreciate it a little bit better. Like, let me push the back to the future stuff out and just try mm-hmm. and get this for what it is. I fell asleep about 10 minutes into the episode, <laughs> but it wasn't because I didn't enjoy the episode. I was mm-hmm. actually laughing at a couple things that I did not laugh at the first time I watched it. The reason why I fell asleep was because I'm in my back is was in incredible pain last night because I'm having back pain, lower back pain right now, um, and I was on uh, a Delta Eight gummy and <laughs> a lidocaine patch on my back, which I think just put me out. Yeah, right? that will do so it. So <laughs> I, I need to go back and do it again. Um, it was a bad idea to lie in bed and watch it. Yeah. Right? So, but anyway. Getting back to to Dan Harmon, um, I'm excited that Dan Harmon's coming back to be a part of it. Um, I, I, I'm really hopeful that he gets everybody back to to be in it, with the exception of Chevy. If you can find a clever way to bring Chevy back, that's great. I don't think Chevy would do it. No, no.
3: not not no. the way he was uh, dismissed and what how he treated a couple of people or the way he offended people on set that day.
2: And when you when you read when you listen to, if you ever have the DVDs and you listen to some of the commentary of when
1: he, when that struggle was happening. Um, yeah, he burned some bridges, I think. So he, he burned some bridges. And the, the shameful part about that is too. like, if you, if you listen to darkest timeline, which the episodes are actually still available to go back and listen to, they're just not producing the new ones right now. Um, when you go back and you listen to that, like they talk a lot about Chevy in it, None of the cast had issues with Chevy. none hmm. of the main cast had issues with Chevy. Most of the issues with Chevy stemmed from producers and directors and writers. Those were the bridges he burned yeah, um, but
2: okay I from the commentary, there was tension with there
0: with there the was class, definitely tension know.
1: but but Joel and Ken have said that. Ultimately, they never really had issues with Chevy. Like they were able, they were able to deal with it. I can see Mm. that. Okay. So, you know, it is what it is. Again, if they found a clever way to bring Pierce back, because they did kill him off. Right. um, Great. I just, like I said, I just don't think Chevy would ever do it. Yeah. Because even Pierce's character is in the end of season four, Mm -hmm. but Chevy's very rarely there. Oh, yeah. They found ways to kind of write him off. Like in even the episode where. Well, in the
2: rocket episode, the rocket episode, right. He goes into his, he gets a trailer and
1: goes into his trailer. I'm not even talking that like he's still on screen in that episode in Mm. season towards the end of episode uh, season four, um, season four, episode 12 heroic origins where Abed is doing the origin story of all the characters. Correct. Mm. Um, Pierce's character is in that episode. you don't see you never see his face exactly the only time you see him is when they're all it's like in the past they're all in that frozen yogurt spot and they talk about how an old man is faking a heart attack Mm -hmm. with the machine broken you see the body from the neck down you never see chevy's head yep because it wasn't chevy right okay so pierce is still around but chevy's not yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's really when a lot of those issues really started to come to light. And then he's completely written off. Yeah. In season five. He's oh, yeah. written off as as having graduated from Greendale. And then he is eventually killed off in episode four. Yeah. So. Yeah. And don't they at the end of the season they bring him back like as a hologram? No, yeah. that's the beat that's the first well, episode of season five. Five. Okay. Five. That's that's Okay. That's that's the hologram okay. Yep. Um, Steve, I think you said you had a question.
2: That, that was my question was about whether anybody had any episodes from season four. And and there were oh. episodes from season four okay. in there. Uh, I just mm-hmm. that was the non Dan Harmon episode uh, season. And I just when I scrolled through those episodes, I saw none of them really jumped out at me as anything that that I remembered is mm. uh, I, I, I I think the polygraphy I think the polygraphy one did jump out at me, but I didn't put it on my list. So
1: polygraphy you mean calligraphy uh, the, <laughs>
2: the, no, the polygraphy the polygraphy one. Oh, polygraphy the, the, like pol- yeah
1: polygamy what are you talking oh, about polygraphy.
2: the one <laughs> with <was laughs> walton goggins which is great to go back to that real quickly I love how he changes his character at the at the end tag it's a completely opposite character he had to play a character this serious guy when he's giving them the test and then at the end of the episode in the tag he's it, this very laid back kind of relaxed character very different character
1: yeah exactly. i'm 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 scrolling through the episodes of season four there's a couple that stand out to me as as decent episodes um episode two paranormal parentage which is another halloween episode where they all go to pierce's house because he locked oh, himself yeah. in the in yeah. the panic room we mentioned conventions of space and time um uh we mentioned intro to felt surrogacy Uh, The only other, and heroic origins, which I just mentioned as well. The Mm -hmm. only other episode I can see that I think I enjoyed was advanced documentary filmmaking, where Abed does the documentary on Changnesia. Oh, right. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Which I think was a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Uh, but a lot of great episodes, a lot of great community talk. I'm glad we got to do this. I knew this episode was going to run a little long because there were three of us. It was the first episode back, and there was a lot of stuff to talk about, but we're still under two hours, which is great. Um, yep. as long as I don't pass two hours, we're good. Right. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the podcast, you guys are the host of panels, the pixels. What have you guys got going on on panels of pixels right now? Where can people find it? And what other podcasts are you a part of or listening to? This is your moment. These are your minutes. Well Mark let Plug me do away. the panels let me do the panels
2: to pixels stuff I think cuz you got you got so much other uh, stuff going on as well but over on panels to pixels we are covering uh, the Umbrella Academy season 3 and uh, we will be wrapping up uh, She-Hulk as it uh, finishes its season 1 this week we'll be wrapping that coverage up uh, so and then after that we're going to do a episode about Werewolf by Night
1: the one off so- I watched Uh. it the other night. So good.
2: (laughs) I I need to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, uh, but we're going to do a a one-off on that one. And then uh, just look for us uh, out there. We're under the Next Level Podcast Network as Panels
1: to Pixels Podcast. Awesome. And so where? just search Panels to Pixels wherever podcasts can be found? Yeah. Panels to Pixels
3: Podcast. Yep. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts.
1: Everywhere.
0: Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere.
1: (laughs) I should have had that clip ready. I could have used it. (laughs) All of them. Every time. Yeah. I don't just listen to podcasts here. I listen to podcasts everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. All right. Anyway. Uh, Mark.
3: Well, plug away. well, you could hear me on Adrenaline Cinema Podcast. You actually could hear Ben Beck there as well. We The very first episode of Adrenaline, he was on there for Die Hard. We did our trilogy of Nicolas Cage where we covered Face Off, The Rock. And Con Air. And Con Air. So, and he will soon be coming back. And we're going to do Ocean's Eleven. I can't wait.
1: I love that movie so much.
3: Uh, you could just find Adrenaline Cinema podcast and any player of choice, just like you did with uh, Panels to Pixels podcast. Uh, you could also hear me on the Podcastica Network with the Sandman Cast with our friend Jamie, where we cover Netflix's Sandman that Neil Gaiman had put out. Uh, we're just coming to, watch to an that. end. Uh, we're coming to an end soon with that. Uh, we have to do the extra ex- episode, but the uh, the last episode will be coming out. Uh, on top of that, you could probably hear me on Fantasy Picks Movie Edition as well. Uh, my friend Rob does that, and uh, it, it's a podcast. that's so interesting that you know you have to uh, you take a movie that didn't do so well. People just have a bad taste in their mouth; they don't like it. How would you change it? So
1: that's interesting.
3: So you would do that? You would you change the actor? So. I think for the month of October, we're doing The Mummy 2017 with Tom Cruise.
1: <laughs> oh, that's easy. Replace Tom Cruise with Brendan Fraser and add more humor. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. Done. There's there you your go podcast,
0: going. Mark. <laughs> so,
3: so you can find Adrenaline Cinema Podcast, the Fantasy Picks Movie Edition on Adrenaline Cinema uh, on Pyrocore Entertainment Network. So you just go there. Cool.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, you mentioned, uh, podcastica. There's a lot of great stuff going on over there. We can give those guys some plugs. Um, I know we're gearing up for it. Um, I, I haven't been a, a co-host of a Podcastica podcast in a while I was doing wheel of time with Greg and Wendy, which we're going to be coming back for season two and season three. Cause it did get renewed for two more seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be coming back. I know Jason and I, um, the pod father himself along with Rima we're gearing up to do the last of us, uh, which the podcast uh, uh, appropriately named the cast of us, (laughs) um, which was really clever. Yeah. We're going to be doing a podcast on the last of us called the cast of us. Once that show premieres next, uh, next year. And I think I'm also going to be co-hosting. I don't know with who yet. Uh, I've been on a couple episodes of Walking Dead cast to talk about the Walking Dead, but I oh. haven't been on many. Uh, I'm, I think I'm on the list to co-host for the six episode limited run of Walking Dead: Dead City. Oh, oh cool. nice! Which is the spinoff with uh, Lauren Cohan and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Awesome. Uh, that that takes place in New York, which I'm I'm really stoked for. Yeah, yeah. same here. So I love New York City. Give me a zombie outbreak in New York city with two of my favorite characters. Yes, <laughs> of course I want a podcast on it. Uh, but as for Wilhelm, as I mentioned, you know, we're back now, new episodes coming next episode, which will be launching in about two weeks is going to be the Halloween episode. Uh, our friend Jamie Dimick is coming back on and we're going to be doing top five favorite remade horror films. <laughs> oh, So we're going to be diving into some Halloween, some horror remakes. Awesome. And, and choosing some of our top five i might even do a worst of on that one like i did with Kristen, because um, <laughs> we did tv we did tv dads and then i think we did worse dads too just for fun so maybe we'll do that for that one as well we'll do top three least favorite horror remakes because that works
3: some, i like that when you there are some that. bad
1: ones out there <laughs> there are there are some bad remakes out there, but there are some pretty great ones. So I'm looking forward to doing that uh, with Jamie in a couple of weeks. Uh, as I also mentioned, we have a new live series, a new live web series. It's going to be launching next month, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be inviting a bunch of listeners to come on and join me every week, and the topics will be chosen by the audience. That's no planning. It's all going to be all from off the cuff conversations audience the whoever's chiming in in the chat on youtube or twitch wherever it's going to be streaming which it's going to be streaming on facebook twitch and youtube and you can watch on any of them and chat on any of them and yeah we're gonna let the audience pick what we talk about which could prove interesting or could prove (laughs) really disastrous we'll see (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll we'll see how it goes but that's still in development it's going to be debuting next month in the month of november so that's going to be a lot of fun and i'm sure you guys will be on absolutely as well uh what else the the twitch channel twitch.com slash i am ben back that's my personal twitch channel in which i'm i'm streaming and you can catch episodes of wilhelm being streamed on twitch as well last but not least where you can find the podcast you can easiest way is to go to WilhelmPodcast.com. that's where you can go and subscribe to whichever platform you listen to podcasts on facebook.com slash Wilhelm podcast give us a like over there and of course give us a follow on instagram at Wilhelm podcast really easy last but not least reviews really really help so wherever you are listening if it whether it be apple podcast spotify wherever if they allow you to leave a review please do uh, as they really help gentlemen thank you for coming on this uh this first episode back oh it's been a pleasure it's been it's a fun. pleasure thank you thank you so I'm, it hasn't been the first time you guys are on. It certainly <laughs> won't be the last. Uh, I'm sure of that. I'm looking forward to joining you guys on Panels to Pixels and Adrenaline Cinema and everything else. So uh, that being said, uh, thank you, f- everybody, for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube now, um, if you're not watching on YouTube, you're listening and you want to be able to. Again, just go to YouTube and search for Wilhelm podcast and subscribe to that channel. Or I will leave a link in the show notes of this episode that will take you directly to the channel. Um, the interview, the, the conversation I had with director-producer Brennan Braga from a couple months ago is already up on the channel. And it's it's getting a lot of attention. And I've actually spoken to Brennan a couple times since that that episode, which has been great. Um couple cool conversations in the works actor Doug Jones, who you would know from a ton of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Billy Zane is currently in the works. Uh, Josh Segarra from Arrow and She-Hulk is currently in the works. Oh, wow. Um, I mentioned Keith David. Every time I get an offer to have him (laughs) on scheduling just never works. Eventually we'll make it work. And I've mentioned it before. I've mentioned it for months. Hopefully I'm still working on Kevin. Kevin Smith. Yep. Okay. He's incredibly busy right now, though, with the release of clerks three. So that he is. We'll make it happen. But um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. No matter what it is, you do. Thank you for either way, for being a part of the Wilhelm family. And until next time, gentlemen, thank you again for coming on. And we'll see you on the next episode of Wilhelm. Take care. Bye. Um, Bye.